Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is TJ Lasig. I'm one of the co-founders here at OTM, and I'm back for another edition of the Weekly Recap Podcast, where I'll be giving a quick 20 to 30-minute update on everything that happened in NBA Top Shot this week. And it was a busy week indeed. A lot going on here at Own the Moment. We had Brett Ritchie on the Monday tip-off show, so kind of kicked things off into what to expect for this week. We then had the strategy show on Wednesday where we answered a number of the listener questions. We had a little bit of a mini crypto market crash that has since somewhat corrected itself. I know that that was big news of the week as well. So a ton going on, but I, I do want to start off by saying that coming up on Monday, we are very excited for our guests. So we are going to have the 2003 World Series of Poker main event champion, Chris Moneymaker, on with us. So Chris, anyone that's in the poker world definitely knows who Chris Moneymaker is. Kind of really kicked off the initial poker boom back in 2003, and he has since been heavy into NFT. So Top Shot, Zed, pretty much just a mega whale across the board, aping into a ton of different NFT projects. So we've been DMing with Chris on the side. Really excited to have him on the show. And also as a part of this, we're going to be doing a LeBron James giveaway. So the LeBron slash 35K, the no look three pointer, going to be giving one of those away. We're also going to be opening some packs on Monday's show and giving away some more of those moments as well. So definitely plan to catch up with us on Monday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time for us and Chris Moneymaker. Going to be a good one. Really, uh, really pumped we were able to get Chris. So, all right, let's jump into things. So we're going to start with kind of going backwards from yesterday because we had the hustle and show pack drop number two. And this was an interesting one because we had 140,000 packs that were available for sale. From what I'm seeing, it, it seems like we had around 160K people that were technically in line. But what we also have seen is that pretty much everyone that wanted to get a pack was able to get one. So the queue did take a really long time. So I think maybe one of the things that was happening was that people did not want to wait. And so we're leaving the queue. I also saw from the Top Shot team that something around an email that didn't go out to all of the users. So maybe that was one of the reasons as to why there was a lighter turnout. But also I think more likely is that people, you know, these quote unquote rent seekers that we were talking about are maybe like, you know what, after the throwdowns pack, these packs just aren't worth it anymore. I'm not going to bother getting in line. So it's going to be interesting to see how how this plays out. Uh, I think that, you know, is it a good thing or a bad thing? We'll we'll touch on that a little bit later in the TJ's takeaway session. But definitely some concerns in terms of demand. Obviously, not quite to, to the point we were in the past where we'd have 300,000 people in line. But at the same time, eliminating those rent seekers could be a good thing long term. And hey, for people like us that want to get those packs, it was it was now a lot easier. And uh, it, it's more fun when you see your number within the, the range where you're going to get a pack and you don't log on and see a number of 280,000 and just drawing dead straight from the start. So we had that hustle and show pack. And I believe that this will also be the the second and, and final hustle and show drop. So found that to be Interesting as well, there were a number of new moments that were also introduced as a part of that drop. The other news that we saw come out yesterday was with regards to collector score. 
So they have added uh, an additional wrinkle to collector score where challenges are now a part of it. So if you have completed a challenge and you still own the reward from that challenge, you get a bonus in terms of your collector score. So looking here, yeah. And the important qualifier for that is also it does not have to be the exact reward that you obtained from completing that challenge. So if you completed the challenge for, I don't know, Fred Van Vliet, and you sold your Fred Van Vliet moment and then bought a different Fred Van Vliet of that same reward, that would count and qualify you for this collector score bonus, which gets you for a series one challenge, 20 points for common, 50 for rare, 1,000 for legendary, and then for series two, which are the, the more relevant now, for commons, 70 points, for rare, 280 points, and then for legendary, 3,500 points. So pretty, pretty cool there. And just another incentive for people to begin completing those challenges. And I also do like the fact that you do not have to have the exact reward that you obtain from completing the challenge. It gives people an opportunity if during the serial draw, they do not get as low of a serial or, you know, for whatever reason, don't love the serial number that they get. They can essentially upgrade by selling the reward that they have and in favor of purchasing an additional one. And then you can check out the, the Top Shot blog for more details on the changes to the collector score. Everything else has remained intact, and it'll be interesting to see what they continue to do with that. I mean, for the Hustle and Show pack drop, the collector score was 20 as the requirement, which is, is a very, very low bar. Pretty much means that all you need to do is own two common moments, and you would have been eligible. So we'll see if they continue to, to raise that bar at all or uh, how that proceeds as we have going forward. One more update is on the Cool Cats. So the Ben Simmons Showcase Quest moments have been distributed as of yesterday. Uh, so I got mine dropped into my account. We are also expecting the new Steph Curry Cool Cat to be dropped today. And so the Steph Curry, for a reminder, we, we discussed this on the show earlier this week. But if you completed any challenge, plus have Cool Cats, two Cool Cats moments in your account, or that you are one of the 3,000 people that have the most Cool Cats moments, you will get a special Steph Curry Cool Cat dropped into your account, and this will be the 29th Cool Cat. And so that will finalize all of the Cool Cats that are needed for the Master Challenge, which is for the Lamella Ball. So I'm expecting that we will see some additional news, maybe during office hours today, on the Cool Cats Master Challenge and what to expect there in terms of next steps. I'm assuming that it's going to be added to the site just as any other challenge would. I don't think we know that for sure, but I I personally have all all 29 of them right now. I understand that there's a, a good chance that this completing this master challenge is probably not going to be plus EV. I think we'll we'll start running some numbers on that at OTM. We'll get the Herzig bot into the lab. My guess is that it's probably not going to be the most EV thing, but like I'm so committed to this thing that I'm just I'm just going to stick with it. I really want that Lamello, for better or for worse, been I'm too far too far in, and you know maybe not thinking clearly financially, but I I just want to complete the master challenge because I think it's cool. All right, we also had some earlier news. We ran through all of this on Wednesday's show, so I'll just touch on it very quickly for anyone that maybe missed that. We had news on base set moments that came out, so we had CCs that have begun to increase from 35k to 40k plus. So you'll see those on the site. Likewise, we also had some of them that were moved from 35K CC to limited edition 
And then we also got confirmation that Series 2 is going to pretty much end with the NBA Finals. So uh, and then we'll, we'll be moving on to the offseason and moving on to Series 3. And then the, the other thing was around reservation packs. So we had the Series 2 release 36 reservation pack. Deadline was earlier this week, but then we saw release 37 came out for reservation packs, and it was for new customers only. So this was a nice little wrinkle that I thought was a positive, just in that A, it gets new customers an opportunity to come in, reserve a pack, get a pack if they want one, and then B, stopped the overwhelming influx of supply into the market by limiting people like myself from uh, from purchasing those reservation packs. So I think overall, a good move on that front and something that we will likely see continuing going forward. Now, outside of the Top Shot world, we of course have the NBA kick playoffs, which kicked off this week. So just to give a little bit of an update there, all of the teams except for one have now been finalized. So we had the the the, the Pacers beat Charlotte, but then lose to Washington. And then we had Boston, who had beat Washington, so they're in. So basically coming out of the East, Boston and Washington are now the 7th and the 8th seed in the West. We had the Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors. So that was an awesome, awesome game. And <laughs> it was it's just wild to see those two playing in a, in a winner-take-all play-in game because we're so used to seeing them, you know, more, more down the line, LeBron Steph in the finals, etc. But another just historic moment from LeBron James making that three-pointer. So the Lakers have secured the seventh seed in the West, and then the eighth seed is going to be determined by tonight's Memphis versus Golden State game. And then we will kick off the playoffs tomorrow on Saturday. So we've got Miami versus Milwaukee. We've got Dallas versus the Clippers. We've got Boston versus the Nets. And then finally, the Trailblazers versus the Denver Nuggets. Going to be a fun playoff, I think. And uh, looking forward to my, my 76ers potentially making a run here so good stuff on that front all right that covers i would say pretty much the majority of the news for this week so let's jump into tj's top three takeaways and so number one i want to go back in this touching on the the pack drop situation right and my, my number one takeaway is that this is the first time that we've really seen a true lack of interest in people getting packs. I think it's the first time where everyone who really wanted a pack saw their number flip up when the queue opened and it was a number that was within the range. And like I said, I think we saw on Twitter pretty much everyone that wanted to get a pack was able to get one. And so this means kind of two things, I would say. Number one, the the negative view on it is, oh no, is there a lack of demand now? Now there's a lack of demand for the packs. There used to be 300,000 people getting in line. Now we can barely get 150,000 in line. So we have a lack of demand there. I'd say that's the the negative view. And yeah, I, I do think that that is concerning. And then the more positive spin on it would be, okay, we've gotten rid of the quote unquote rent seekers. And now we have a, a more kind of tight knit community of people trying to get packs and people that actually want to be collecting and people that are in this for the right reasons and not just looking to open a pack and, and flip it. So which of those two do I think is the case? It's it's hard to say. What, what I do know is that hopefully this is a sign of, of the bottom truly coming in. I don't know that we're quite there yet. And really, the at the end of the day, 
the situation that we're in, and we're going to touch on this with my second takeaway too, is that the situation is right now there are still a ton of people that own NBA Top Shot moments that all they want to do is sell them. And that is creating this environment where prices just continue to go down across the board. When you have more people that are trying to sell than are trying to buy, that's just simple economics, what is going to happen. And that's really what I think we are seeing in the Top Shot market, which leads me to my takeaway number two, which is that we talked about right what kind of impact is the playoffs going to have on Top Shot or what kind of impact is individual performance in the playoffs going to have on those players' moments. And unfortunately, what we are seeing so far is that we're not seeing playoff performance translate to top shot prices. Jason Tatum goes out, drops 50 points. His prices continue to go down the next day. LeBron James makes an awesome game-winning shot. Prices continue to go down the next day. In an ideal world, what would happen is that when people have great games, you would see a little bit of positive momentum. Or maybe if people are in a slump, you see a little bit of of downside. But right now, with the way the overall market is trending, it's very difficult to have that kind of efficiency. And what we are just seeing is, you know, people, regardless of performance, regardless of many of the external factors, prices are just sliding across the board. And I really, like I said in the first part, it, it really comes down to too many sellers relative to the buyers right now. And until we reach more of an equilibrium point on the buyers and sellers, it's hard to to see that stopping. So it's something that we're going to continue to monitor. Hopefully that we see some upward movement when it, it comes to the, the playoffs and comes to some of these individual performances. But with that said, my takeaway number three is that top shot aside, it's going to be an exciting NBA playoffs. I mean, I thought that that Lakers Warriors game, was just an awesome kind of intro of what is to come. I think that this year in the NBA, more so than any of the previous years, we've got four or five teams that can very realistically compete for a title, maybe even six teams. And I think that that's awesome. I also, I do think that I'm hoping that the Warriors win the game tonight. I think that having Steph Curry in the playoffs, I think that having the Lakers go deep, the Brooklyn Nets, Obviously, me personally, I'm rooting for my 76ers. I do think it's good to have those teams around because when you have LeBron in the mix, when you have Steph in the mix, when you have Durant in the mix, that's when you get a little bit more of that national attention. And so while maybe some of the hardcore basketball fans would love to see the Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns making deep runs, I think that you know it's, it's going to garner the most attention to the NBA overall when those big names are deep into the playoffs and the more attention on the NBA, the more attention I would hope on NBA top shot. So that's how I am thinking about this in terms of the playoffs. But of course, for me personally, my number one rooting interest is my 76ers, Joel Embiid. Come on, man, take us deep, but I'm looking forward to it either way. TJ's tilt of the week. I'll tell you what, here's, it's not even a Top Shot related one. I was actually thinking yesterday. I was like, man, nothing's really bothering me too much this week. I'm not really tilted about anything. I don't know what I'm going to talk to about on Friday. And then we had that mini crypto dip, which like in itself didn't didn't tilt me. And I was like, yeah, this seems like a good time to to add a little bit of Bitcoin to the portfolio. So I placed, placed an order for Bitcoin at like 39400 And I was like, all right, sweet. 
got my purchase in. Continued to monitor the prices. Bitcoin went up to like 41500 Awesome. Like quick profit. This is amazing. Then I go into my account and I realize that I didn't place a market order. I placed a limit order at 39400 So I never actually bought my stuff and it hasn't gone down since. And so now I'm just like sitting out there with this limit order at 39400 and Bitcoin hasn't gone down to that again. So I'm just like, man, what did you do? How did you mess that up? I could have sworn I placed it. Like I wanted to buy it at that price. Uh, and I didn't get it. So, I mean, it's not like it was for like a massive amount of money, but like it's still annoying. I really, I, I really thought that I just had that in the bag, but I don't. I'm going to try and add some, a little bit more crypto and any crypto wizards out there. Let me know what I should buy. Let's do a little bit of a quick update here on the weekly pick them. And prices have not fluctuated too much. So it's pretty even playing field right now. Just a quick refresher. I went with Anthony Davis. Justin went with Bradley Beal. Producer Coop went with Jason Tatum. And our guest, Brett Ritchie, went with Chris Middleton. And prices have been pretty flat across the board. So for me, Anthony Davis has gone from $899 to $850. For Justin, Bradley Beal has gone from $180 up $5 to $185. For producer Coop, Jason Tatum, who had the 50-point game. He's the biggest loser so far, going from 970 to 885. I actually saw someone comment on the YouTube video, which was maybe a sharp point of like, hey, you, yeah, I agree that I would expect Tatum has a 50-point game that the moment goes up, but it's almost like instead the reverse happens of, okay, people that were holding that Tatum, they see him have the 50-point game. They're like, okay, now's the time to get out of this Tatum. This is where I have the most value and sell off on it there. It's almost like we talked about on the Wednesday strategy show. We talked, someone had one of the listeners asked a question around the challenges and why when a challenge gets announced, sometimes we see the prices of those moments go down rather than up. And I think it's kind of the same thing. Somebody's holding a moment that gets announced as being in the challenge. Their first reaction is, okay, this is the perfect time for me to sell, maximize my value then we get some undercutting happening. I could see something similar happening with that Tatum. So Tatum holders view that 50-point game as the optimal time to get out, and then that that leads to this price decrease. So not the ideal way for it to work, but I thought that that was a pretty pretty actually reasonable explanation as to what could be going on there. And then the final pick of the week, we have Brett Ritchie who took Chris Middleton, and he has remained exactly flat at $280. So as of now, of course, the Herzig bot is in the lead, but it's really anyone's game going into to next Monday. I think that's going to do it for the show this, this morning. Wanted to make it a quick one today, get this out to you guys early on a Friday as we head into the weekend and head into the first you know, full weekend of NBA playoffs. So looking forward to that. Hopefully everyone has some time to watch some basketball over the course of the weekend. In the Discord, we're going to have Bach in the Ask Me Anything channel Sunday night, talking everything NBA playoffs. So get those questions in, and Bach will be in 8.30 p.m. Sunday evening answering those. And like I said, super, super excited for Monday night's show. Chris Moneymaker will be joining us. We've got the LeBron giveaway going, so head over to our Twitter at OwnTheMomentNFT. Go ahead, retweet that tweet to make yourself eligible for the contest. Again, we are going to be giving away items only to folks that are in the chat, so make sure that you uh, 
schedule your time accordingly and we will see you all 8 30 p.m monday night so on behalf of justin on behalf of producer coop i am tj lasig and we will see you guys next time